Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, motivational Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast, produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and make sure you check it out. Yes. (gasps) Sammy! Cue the Star Wars intro. (laughs) I find your lack of faith disturbing. Never tell me the odds. Fredo's going to leave without giving you a goodbye kiss. I just assumed this was working. I can arrange that. You can use a good kiss! It's a trap! Fly casual. Remember, the Force will be with you. Always. And as if you're watching the podcast via YouTube or whatever, you can see him. But if you're not watching, we have a very special guest who was with us last May. He's rejoining us to talk about Star Wars. Please welcome Dan the Man. Hello, hello. Hi. Thunderous applause. Thunderous applause. This is how democracy dies. (laughs) We're not there yet. We'll get there in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Yeah. 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 Mm. Ugh, prequels. I'm so glad you're going to be here for the prequels because I I'm still on the hate train. So See, there's... I, I I got off it though. I actually have a somewhat balanced approach to them now. Well, I haven't actually tried that yet. I just yeah. have kind of put them over there. I feel that. I feel that. It's I, okay. I'll try. Yeah. I will try this time. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> the sequels help me do that. So. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of hate train for the sequels too. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I'm I'm kind of getting off that too. I'm still on it a little bit, but I'm moving off it. So I never was on it. Yeah. I actually enjoyed the sequels. They were a little long. I think they yeah. could have done some things differently, they but they they weren't as bad as I thought. I enjoyed but, some of them. I enjoyed the first one. Yeah. Didn't like the second one. The third one was a little better, but rushed. Yeah, wow. the the first one is my absolute favorite out of all of them. I could watch that one over and that over. That one's really good. Absolutely. Over again, mm-hmm. just because of Han and Chewie. Pretty oh, much, yeah. that's that's the reason I love that one. So just, oh, yeah. just a Han and Chewie, that's it. Absolutely. Yeah, actually, this past weekend in real time was my dad's birthday weekend, and Saturday I I went there the whole weekend, and Saturday we did a Star Wars marathon. We watched the originals. Like, nice. Boom, boom, boom. It was great. That's fun. <laughs> it was so nice. Always good. Which is great because today in podcast time, today is literally May the 4th be with you. 
I was so excited when I found out the podcast was going to come out on this day. I even wore my, you can't really see it, but it's my May the Force shirt. Yeah, I got a best little art yeah, your, somewhere. Your best yeah, your mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of Star Wars shirts that I'll, I'll uh, pop out. A couple. Series, but mm-hmm. a couple. A couple. A couple. But today we are going to actually talk about May the 4th because mm-hmm. I never really knew the background of how it got started. I honestly just thought Mark Hamill started it because he's still such a, a, a presence in the Star Wars world. I'm like, oh, Mark must have started it because who mm-hmm. else would do that? Yeah. But really that wasn't the case. Dan, before I like we go into the info, did you know this about the May the 4th day? Have you Did you look over the notes yet? I looked over the notes. I did not know any of that actually. Okay. So, so. we're all learning new things today. For sure, for sure. <laughs> So according to a website called gadgets.ndrv.com, I'm guessing it's a nerdy website. I didn't look at the rest of it. (laughs) No, nothing against them. I love nerdy websites. But the first use of May the 4th pun, so may the 4th be with you, Mm -hmm. is May 4th in 1979 when Margaret, Margaret Thatcher became UK's Prime Minister and an article in the London Evening News for a congratulatory, there we go, advert by her party which read may the fourth be with you maggie congratulations so i don't know if they actually meant it to be did they mean it to be force like star wars force or were they just using a pun for her thing? i mean if it's 79 i mean star wars was he was had well, already exploded, exactly so, so i assume true. it has yeah. to be related but it's yeah, very if- odd yeah, maybe it was an afterthought and they just, you know, thought, hey, maybe this will be cute. They'd know it would come This is with. funny. We'll put this yeah. as a funny title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think it's, I think it's cool that it, like, it, where it originated. It originated because of a UK prime minister. I know. <laughs> it's just, yeah. um, kind of blows my mind on that one. Mm-hmm. And while the pun stuck and became popular with the Star Wars fans, it didn't cross over into the mainstream pop culture for another 20 years so the line became popular with the with the star wars people but i mean now so 20 years later 1979 79 1999 was when it blew up i don't remember the pun in 99 but i wasn't deep dived into the star wars world yet do you remember it in middle school no, I I think I first became aware of it in my twenties, to be honest. Yeah, same. Yeah, because I I because we didn't have like social media back then the way we have it now, so mm-hmm. I just it, I just figured it was just a thing people said to each other that was oh hey this is a Star Wars reference I didn't know it was like a cultural phenomenon like it was or like That's it is. Funny. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's see here. That was Dan Madsen. Madsen. Yeah, founder of the U official Lucasfilm Star Wars fan club nice. and founder and former publisher of Star Wars Insider Magazine was the one who's he says wasn't until the early 2000s that the Star Wars holiday became much more in the public eye due to the fact that fans were using it constantly on social media mm-hmm. giving things an extra boost the Toronto Underground Cinema hosted the first big organized event to celebrate the day in 2011 complete with screenings of the movie and a celebrity judged con costume contest so this blew up when we were like literally just right out of college mm-hmm. makes that sense with social right. media though that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. yeah social media was not it was just starting when we were in college like you i mean you had facebook you had myspace but mm-hmm. like instagram and where it really mm-hmm. kind of blows up right was literally was so brand new i remember when instagram came out and we downloaded it and it was like the pictures were horrible. Like if I scroll yes. all the way back to my first pictures, I'm like, oh, they had horrible like framing and all the things. Like, yes, oh, yes. Oh, random so stuff. And oh my gosh, yeah. it's awful. I'm trying to remember what some of my older oh. pictures were. I think one of them was like the mic at Mayhem and the Ahem, which was a talk show I would be a part of with Holly and Ralph. And, and I think you, did you come on a couple times? Once or twice, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but anywho, that's a totally different tangent. But I thought this was cool mm-hmm. that and Star Wars and Disney. Did I put one Star Wars and Disney? I did. I don't want to mm-hmm. get ahead of myself. Never mind. On May fourth, uh, May fourth became dedicated to Star Wars and was started organically by its fans. But it's now celebrated around the world. Right. Yeah. 
that's that's an understatement. Mm-hmm. Once Disney bought Lucasfilms in 2012, things got serious. May the 4th got the Disney treatment and became, as The Verge.com amply describes, half-earnest celebration, half-shameless marketing bonanza in 2013. Mm -hmm. It suddenly involved official events and a May the 4th Be With You logo, calls to dress up on the big day at the Disney parks, movie screenings, fireworks shows, dance parties, merchandising deals, and so much more. Mm -hmm. Sounds like In true Disney fashion. Mm -hmm. Yes, but... I know a lot of people are like what like he says it's a marketing bonanza bonanza which Mm -hmm. i get but i feel like if anyone's going to take something that the fans put together and blow it up it's gonna be disney and disney's gonna do it right and that way we it we it gets the attention that it needs because they did it with damp with dapper day remember when we talked about dapper day last spring Mm-hmm. It was just something a fan started and now Dapper Day is like a thing in the spring at Disney and everyone comes dressed up in like their vintage clothing and and, and all the things and they get discounts on the hotels and right. and all of it. So it's like, I understand that people are like, oh, Disney marketing, Star Wars, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But you know what? We wouldn't have it the way that it is. And remember, That's my thoughts. Disney was already doing those Star Wars weekends and things before they even acquired the whole Lucasfilm thing. True. So they were already kind of getting in their toes into the whole nonsense. Yeah. 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 But they were affiliated for a long time. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. Well, they've had this. When did I should know this? When did they open up the original MGM with Star Tours? 89? Yes. And Star Tours have been there since they opened. Mm-hmm. So they've been, I mean, it's since the eighties that they have been collaborating with George Lucas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, and they also have Indiana Jones, which isn't that George Lucas too. Yes. No. Yeah. Lucas. Yes. 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 Yeah. Like yeah. the stunt show and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Wait. So is no. the new Indiana Jones, I'm going to go off topic. Mm-hmm. And do you know this is the new Indiana Jones considered like being made by Disney because it's owned by Lucasfilms or Disney owns Lucasfilms. If it's under Lucasfilms, it would be technically. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. I still can't believe they're coming out with a fifth one. It's like Rocky. Like they're just never going to stop <laughs> it. Yeah. Until Harrison Ford says enough. They'll keep know, doing it. They're just going to keep doing it. Exactly. So it is, hold on. It's distributed by Walt Disney studios, motion pictures, according to okay. Wikipedia. So take that for what it is. Cause I'm not looking well, it's into wi- it. It's wiki. That's the first thing that came <laughs> up. So we're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So when Indiana Jones comes out next summer, it is going to be, it's technically a Disney show. I still go to the fact that I think Harrison is only complying with another video a movie because he's going to pull a Han Solo and say, you got to kill me off. That's we'll what see. I think he's going to do. I don't know if it's going to happen, but that is my, my guess. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And if I'm right, Oof. I'll say, I told you. The dead Indiana Jones, the death of Indiana Jones. I can't listen. The death of Han Solo was hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. Hard enough, but it was expected. I mean, I saw it coming. A lot of people didn't. I didn't see it I coming did. until he was on the platform and the <laughs> lightsaber moved. Gotcha. We're again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. A bit ahead of ourselves. Yes. <laughs> A little bit. Okay, moving on. While mm-hmm. cynics make scoff at this blatant day of branding, there's a reason why fans still embrace it as a Star Wars holiday. It began by the fans for the fans. Unlike Valentine's Day or National Enchilada Day, it didn't begin as a corporate cash grab. It was started as a way for the Star Wars community to bask in their shared love of all things Jedi, says Mike Avell, the author and host of Sci-Fi Wires behind the panel podcast. Once Disney brought Lucasfilms and the Star Wars franchise, it made perfect sense for them to embrace it. The marketing plan was already built for them, which I agree with. Hold on. What is National Enchilada Day? I don't know. I this didn't is know a money marketing. They're implying that's some sort of big corporate money marketing thing. Well, think of all the national days: National Pet Day, National Taco Day, National, national Enchilada so Day. Though, what the heck? Every day is a national random. day. Okay. There is a website. If you go, in the cal- there's a calendar, and uh-huh. it tells you every day has a national something day. It's just marketing schemes to get people to buy things, like National Siblings Day, and da 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 da. Okay. One day there's going to be a national day of days, just a regular ordinary day. You know? <laughs> a national day where we, we do nothing. Look that up. 
I guarantee I guarantee it's there somewhere. It probably, somewhere. I'm sure there's a lot of dumb days out there. Oh, yeah. So many. <sighs> I already have to celebrate my sibling on his birthday. Why do I need a sibling day? That's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be fine. Oh boy. Anyway. He'd say, here's the here's the thing. My brother would say the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was more of an unofficial holiday than an actual holiday until the California legislation, one of the only good things they've done, voted in 2019 to officially turn May 4th into Star Wars Day. The resolution was prompted by the creation of Star Wars Galaxy Edge in Disneyland in Anaheim, California, mm. which could bring an estimated 14 million in tax revenue to the Southern California city every year. And the recognition of Disney's decades long record to enhancing the quality of life for people in California and beyond. According to Democratic Assemblyman Tom Daly, they realize that and beyond is not a Star Wars thing. That's a that's a Toy Story thing. Yeah, that's what it's lightly. Space related. I guess that's where he got that from. <laughs> Tom Daly needs to do a little bit more research. Clearly, <laughs> no offense, but just based on what you just read, I have a feeling Tom Daly is just more interested in the money than he is in the quality of life for people. Like most politicians. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry. Mm-hmm. So that's why he doesn't really know what he's talking about. No. Yeah. Well, like, oh yeah, I'm hip with all that. I know the Buzz Lightyear's future. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, kids. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness, he must not be very happy though with Disney bringing everyone from California to Florida though for yeah, their offices. They probably took yeah. them off when when they decided to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we don't got state tax. I'm just throwing that out there. So you know, you don't, and I miss it so mm-hmm. much, like so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I saw this is a random off topic. I saw a TikTok this morning because I was bored and I was scrolling. And it was like a video of this girl saying living her life moving to Florida or something from California. Mm-hmm. And our Sammy, our favorite TikToker, one of our favorite TikTokers, Lady Davidson. Mm-hmm. She lives in Florida. I didn't realize that. Oh, I didn't and know that. She, yeah, mm-hmm. she stitched it and she's like, stop moving to Florida. Exactly. We're full. And I commented, I'm like, but I want to move back so bad. <laughs> home we can allow one more person just you one, just just let me back in just, just me you. well no we'll it's say fine. three we'll say three because your parents can come too that's allowed too if oh, they want yeah yeah they do eventually but apparently i was just told that when dad retires in a couple of years they're buying an rv and they're gonna or a, or they're gonna have their camper and they're gonna go and camp all across florida or michigan and then they're gonna spend a month in disney on the campground Sounds about right. Do it. And apparently they're going to take that like first year of retirement and just travel. And I'm like, where was the spirit when we were younger? All we did was go to Florida. Now I'm saying I love my Florida vacations, Mm -hmm. but we didn't travel. Why are you traveling now? This is not fair. Because they don't have have you. That's why they got rid of you. I know. Well, because I thought, okay, three years, because my dad just I have three years until he retires and mm-hmm. I thought okay I can get on their coattails and I'll just go to Florida because let's be real I'm not gonna be married in three years no one's <laughs> gonna be keeping me here oh my god so I'll just get on their coattails and ride to Florida and then they told me that I'm like so you're telling me I have four more years this is not gonna work oh my you can't just keep extending it for me anywho I'm getting I'm very ranty today so <sighs> it's all right shut up. that's good 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 rants, rants are good. Oh boy. Okay, so last summer, if you guys have, if if our listeners are brand new and you have not listened to our old stuff, which number Mm -hmm. one, shame on you. Number two, go back to last May because we did a whole month of Star Wars talking about the originals. We are not... I'm going to deep dive into those again this summer because there is so much. And when I mean so much, we are literally doing everything. We are doing prequels. We are doing the cartoons. I'm bringing in some books throughout the thing that I've been reading that coincide with the canon. And Mm -hmm. we're talking about one of them today. We're doing everything. So welcome to the summer of Star Wars. And Mm -hmm. if you want to hear, we're going to do a recap of what we love about the originals today, because Mm -hmm. it is May the 4th be with you and the originals started all of it. So we got to talk about them, Mm -hmm. but we are not going, if you want to hear our deep dive thoughts of the episodes, including Dan's, because like I said, he was here last summer, go back to last May. 
please. That commercial is done. Okay. <laughs> so it was, it was a commercial for last summer. For us, for last yep. May. Mm-hmm. Yep. So just a reminder, original series started in the seventies and it became a staple in our culture. Mm-hmm. That's an understatement. The three is a new hope empire strikes back and return of the Jedi. So mm-hmm. let's just, let's just go on memory lane. Sammy, what are some of the favorite things you have about the original trilogy? Cause mm-hmm. what was it a year ago? Like a year ago from when we're filming this, you yes. had just watched Star Wars yes. for the very first time yes. ever. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Never seen it. So I didn't, I knew what I was getting into, but I didn't know what I was long. getting into. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really know what was going to happen. Yeah. Anyway. So first of all, even though it was from the seventies, the world that was created, and this was before all of these special effects and everything that we're going to be talking about soon with the prequels Mm -hmm. the world that lucas created was insane it was just mind-boggling it really drew you into it and even now when i go to galaxy's edge i don't know you can just feel it like when you're watching the movie like you just really can feel it and then going to galaxy's edge now that i've seen the movies it does make it a lot better Mm -hmm. and now that i understand it a little bit more Um, but that was one of my favorite things and then watching behind the scenes and how they created everything that was a lot of fun too just to see all the technical aspects and all of the work that went into it it was just amazing i love the characters obviously the three misfits the princess who does not need your help she does not need rescued she's got it it doesn't matter who's coming for her even the handsome han solo she does not need you the scrawny kid who i still stand by my statement last year when I was like, are you serious about this right now? He's going to like help save the universe. <laughs> when we first meet him, I was just like, no, no. Okay. We're all I, thinking it. It's okay. Yeah. yeah it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it makes a lot more sense. Power converters. Yeah. As you go on in the series, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. But when he first introduced, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then of course you have Han Solo, the smuggler who <laughs> I love Han Solo. He's probably my favorite of the three, just because he's sarcastic and says what he wants. And, you know, I love his relationship with Leia as well. I think that they're a fun dynamic together. And obviously you have the sidekicks, Chewy. Hello. Love him. Love him. Can't go wrong with a Chewy hug as Ashley and I got to do together. I don't remember yes. like two years ago, three years ago. No, that was like two years ago, five years ago. <laughs> it's been a while. Anyway, but like <laughs> a chewy hug is the best. So every time I see him on screen, even when he's being kind of big and scary and mean, I just am like, I just want to cuddle him. And he reminds me of my dog. So that's why I'm just like, oh, I and then obviously the droids, you know, hence I have this shirt. I have another shirt with the droids. Ashley's made me a droid lover. Congratulations. Yeah. You're my favorite. The two originals, R2, C3PO, and then BB-8. Got 11 when eventually when we get there down the yeah. line. We get to yeah. talk about him too. Mm-hmm. And out of all those movies, probably The Empire Strikes Back is my favorite because so much happens as far as story building and action and the, the big fight and the big reveal about Darth Vader being the father. And it's very cool. I mean, I knew it before we, you know, before I saw the movie because it was knows. very old by the time I saw it, obviously. But the whole reveal was still very cool. And then I just like seeing the training with Yoda and I didn't realize how funny Yoda was <laughs> until I saw him in the movie. So that was fun for me just coming into it as never seen it before versus having grown up with it. So, you know, it was a good intro into it. And I'm glad I started there and not in the prequels. I know. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm just happy you started watching it at all. Like, mm-hmm. well, you forced what, me to do it. You said we are gonna do of, Star it Wars. Took Twenty-one years of friendship before you watched it. Like, it I felt like a like failure so until you finally watched it. Listen, <laughs> it just seemed like a lot because then by that time you it was like the Marvel. Disney movies were out. And no, remember when did I start watching Marvel? That was sometime um, last year husband. too. After all the pandemic, all the pandemic stuff came out. We were doing it. But we stopped going to theaters because there was like too many Marvel movies too. Honestly, that's what we had said. We were like, there's just too many of them. I'm not doing this anymore. And then he got into it. So now I'm stuck. Thank you very much. <laughs> I already have my tickets for Doctor Strange. So have fun with that. <laughs> but even now, I still feel like it's a lot of stuff to watch. Like, I'm sorry. You sent me that list of episodes. There's only 20 to... some episodes. Okay, I but I still hadn't even gotten through the Clone Wars yet. I'm still doing that. And then you're Wait, like, this no, no, is no. fine. 
Just, Wait, just hold throw- on. Are you watching every episode in the anime no. Clone Wars? Now I'm not because I'm like, I don't have time for this because there's like 8,000 episodes. To. Yeah, I You're figured that out. To. You didn't send yeah. me that list. Though. That's the list I sent you. That Is it was the Clone the list. Wars? Which one did you just send me? Hold on. I you swore should... I sent you the Clone Wars list. Let me see. Did I send you the wrong one? You sent Uh-oh. me. Oh, I sent no, you Rebels. You sent me Rebels. Yes, I was right. You sent me Rebels and I had already started Clone Clone Wars. Wars. I sent you the wrong list. That's okay. I already Googled a list for Clone Wars because I was like, I can't do all these. This is just insane. I didn't want you to watch all of Clone Wars animated. That is rough. Dan, have you watched every episode of Clone Wars? Not every. No, I followed the list that you're talking about. See, don't. Yeah, that would have been smarter. I watched every single episode. That was... That Starting was- in the beginning, it's just, it's all over the place. It is. Yeah, I already had to, I started off by Googling what order to watch them in because I was like, I'm confused. So I did that part. And then eventually mm-hmm. I was like, what's the like abbreviated list for right. these movies? Or for the Sorry, I, I, I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, go off of the abbreviated list for Rebels. No so wonder you, you were trying to everything. argue with me. You're like, it's not that bad. And I'm like, but I haven't even finished the other animated series. Because I thought I sent, you the, I, I sent you the wrong list. It's okay. I had two you, lists in my in my pictures and I sent the wrong one. It's okay. I'm making you, it through. Don't worry. You have to look at the Clone Wars as small stories that connect together into a, right. a bigger story. Like they're really yeah, in small elements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But I am saying, I do feel like having already watched the prequels last year, I feel like I wish I would have watched some of the Clone Wars animated mm-hmm. series before because I feel like it does add a lot to bridging the gaps with the movies. So. For sure, it really does. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, they really did a good job with that. And, and now make sure, I don't know what that list tells you, but make sure you watch every episode of the seventh season of Clone Wars. I think Wars. it says to do all of this. Okay, good, season, because yeah. they literally are very important. I watched it when it came out and I'm like, oh yeah, that that ends the series well and you need all of it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I, believe I haven't that's even watched seven season yet. So, oh, you should. It's actually really good. Yeah, and it helps kind of understand Ahsoka leaving, and kind of bridging in when we see her later, sort that's of deal. Cool. So that's cool. Which I'm it's super gonna... excited for her show too. But we'll talk about that at a later date as well. So yeah. much to talk about. So much, Dan. What's your favorite things? I'll I'll go last. Okay, favorite things. There's, I. It's again. I had to narrow it down so much. But yeah, we can talk for hours. It's fine. Just everything, (laughs) everything about it. But to narrow it down to like the basic points as a filmmaker, for me, it's, it's always the groundbreaking visual effects, right? Mm -hmm. Just the fact that he was doing things that nobody had ever tried before. Nobody knew that it was going to work. And because of that, we have what we have today, you know, the working Mm -hmm. with models and blue screen and it, it it always just I mean I probably watch more behind the scenes documentaries of Star Wars than the actual Star Wars movies when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So yeah, really really big on the on the visual effects. New way of filmmaking in terms of pacing and cinematography and editing, just the real grassroots uh, atmosphere. You know, the really kind of lived in. I mean, it is an Earth, but it's an Earth from somewhere else, mm-hmm. and that's what gets me so excited. I mean, Mark Hamill even said that he was like it had to have a lived in look. Mm-hmm. So he was always really big on that. Gosh, what else? The relationship between the characters, you know, the, you feel like they're, you feel like you're part of their community. Mm-hmm. You know, you, every time, every time I watch them, it's like, I can, I get to hang out with Luke. I get to hang out with Han. I get to hang out with Leia and mm-hmm. Chewie and 3PO and R2 and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think my, my, I probably annoyed my family because I would not stop singing the throne room theme from the end of the first one that da, 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 da. <laughs> oh my gosh I annoyed so much of my that's family so when I, did that. I couldn't I stop so, that's amazing um, that's yeah. great yeah no it's just it's I mean just really everything about it. there's nothing I don't like about the original well okay there probably are but they're few and far between yeah mm-hmm. so yeah oh yeah I mean, my favorite will always be New Hope, but I will say that even from last summer to now, I because I will watch these on a loop sometimes still because they're my favorite movies. Sure. And mm-hmm. I have become I have come to appreciate The Empire Strikes Back so much more now as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like as I've watched it, I think after we talked about it last summer and kind of broke mm-hmm. it apart and like watching it now, I'm like, you know what? I actually like this one a lot more than I used to. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so cool that being able to, as you grow and you hear from other people and, 
and kind of look at it a little bit more, you your views can change and you can appreciate something more and really hold on to something more. Mm-hmm. And I think also part of it is this, there's a book that I read that Disney, Disney published. It's called Lost Stars. And it actually coincides with the original three movies, but it hasn't, it doesn't have any of like Han, Leia, Luke, like you hear, like they'll mention them every once in a while, but it's, they're not really in there. And what it's about, it's these two kids from a planet. I can't remember what the planet is. These two kids from a planet and they are occupied by the empire. And one kid is like, a rich kid his his parents are a part of the empire like an officers whatever and the other kid is like the natives but they're best friends and they both want to be these amazing pilots and the only way they know how to be pilots is to go into the army for the empire and Mm -hmm. they actually you actually follow them through their training and going into there and it coincides with a new hope like their storyline coincides with a new hope empire strikes back and return of the jedi and one of a you you kind of see the other side of the scope because we see the rebel side when we're watching the movie. So this book actually brought us to the empire side of the actual soldiers, and it really humanized them a little bit more that they're just not robots for the empire, but they actually have feelings. Like mm-hmm. there's a point in the book where it's after the Death Star blows up and they lost friends and the anguish and the emotions that this character portrayed was like. Oh, I didn't think of that when Mm -hmm. you watch the movie because you're like, Mm -hmm. yes, that death star is gone. But it took millions of lives because this thing was huge. Right. So this book, so even though this isn't canon from the original like time period, it's kind of cool to see it kind of sync up with that because one one of the characters decides that he he's he sees he starts to see the vile side of the empire and he like becomes a rebel and you actually see wedge wedge kind of is you meet wedge in the book and you meet dak you actually meet dak before we lose him in the empire strikes back nice in in this and it's actually really cool to kind of follow it and I mean, it's a boy and a girl, so they're love interests and blah, blah, blah. But it's a very like <laughs> Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. Like they love each other, but they know they can't be together because she mm-hmm. is very loyal to the empire. And he's like, uh, no, we need to destroy it sort of deal. I don't want to get young too adult much fashion. Time. Yeah, true. <laughs> it is. it's a young adult. It is Sounds a young right. adult Star Wars book. Mm-hmm. But Angst. I think it, if you really enjoy the trilogy, if you really want to see kind of a different side of the original trilogy it's a great book to read like cool. i said it's called lost stars that's cool. you can find it at any bookstore including disney world probably i'm sure but it just added to my love of the original trilogy and i'm going to there's other books like there's a book series that i haven't read yet but it's behind me some other it's an adult series adult star wars series that has to do with the trilogy and i need to read it but heir to the uh, empire yeah. huh is it heir to the empire the Thrawn trilogy, because that's one of like one of the most popular ones from. The... I think so. Okay, it's where they introduce Grand Admiral Thrawn, which yes. is like okay. Yes, that is one of them. Yeah, and then I have another series that is supposed to take place like right after the Death Star, the la- the third de- or the second Death Star is destroyed, and it's supposed to go into stuff after. I don't know. There's a lot of Star Wars books I have to read still. Cool, but yeah. So, but New Hope is still going to always be my favorite just mm-hmm. because it's the first one. It started it all. I mean, R2-D2 and C-3PO, they're my homeboys. I love them. <laughs> I'll always love them more than mm-hmm. anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. R2, he just gets better over time. Um, you know, he's cussing up a storm with C-3PO. I, oh, yeah. Well, and I watched Force Awakens the other day and I'm like, oh, R2, when he woke up and C-3PO was like, oh, I'm happy. And then he's talking to him. He's like, Watch your mouth. You just woke <laughs> up. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, R2. I love yeah. you. Love it. Love it. And then I don't care what everyone else says. I want an Ewok. They are adorable. They're adorable. And I want one to cuddle. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why people give them so much slack because they were brave little suckers. Like, yeah. come on. Yes, they look like teddy bears, but they sacrificed themselves. They for were the killing. Cops. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They're and and they clearly eat people. So that's a thing. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like, just saying, they, they, they were well, getting well, the whole scene. Yeah, and, they're, they're, yeah. So, I mean, they're obviously vicious. <laughs> they're vicious. I'm just saying. You know. Yeah, that's, yeah. Teddy bears don't funny, do that. 
the funny thing is, is, and you know what, we're not even talking about this and I probably should have added this into the summer. We can do it a different, we can do it next year, mm. but the Ewoks, George Lucas did an Ewok cartoon and there's two seasons of it and you can watch it on Disney plus. I did not know about that. You have not. Know- oh, I knew the, it's, yeah. it's really bad quality. I believe it. Because it's very little kiddish. Yeah. Sounds like the Ewok movies because there were like two or three movies that came out that were just okay. Those Ewoks. weren't movies. Those were actually a part of the series. Because I have those. Oh. I always the thought Wicked it was Adventures a, or something. Yeah, the Wicked Adventures. Yeah. yeah, it's actually those are episodes they took out of the of the TV series and put into a movie. Because <laughs> I have uh, that movie, and then I oh, found okay. it on. There's like a category on Disney Plus that says Disney Vintage. I'm like, mm-hmm. what's this? And oh, I gosh. click, and there's an Ewok. There's the Ewok mm-hmm. <laughs> cartoon, and it's two seasons. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I can't believe I never knew about this. Oh my gosh. I watched them. The first season I really enjoy and I enjoy the animation. I don't like what they do with the animation. The second season, they totally change it. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? Um, and there's some other things on there. There's some other like vintage Star Wars stuff that I'm like, I didn't know this existed. I need to still watch it. We might mm-hmm. do Star Wars vintage next year. That'll Is, be, that would be a fun thing fun. to do. Do they have the Star Wars holiday special? That's what he got. Don't to. they? I think they do. Don't I they? think they do? I'm pretty sure I saw that listed. I mean, that that's like prime Star Wars vintage. Like that's the thing that yeah. that's the thing we don't talk about. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to see them, they're on Disney Plus. Yeah. Under Star Wars vintage. Weird, obscure Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do we'll do that yeah. next year. We should definitely do that. We should be fun. do that next year. That'll mm-hmm. be a fun conversation. Okay. Any other things from last from the trilogy that we want to talk about before I go into this rest of the summer? Mm, I'm good. Schedule. I already said it like five times, but we're talking about all Star Wars media in chronological order, not order my maid, because it just doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, most of it is actually order by made, except for like the the ones we're take instead of the original. Like we're just literally like extrapolating the originals mm-hmm. out because we're talking Rogue One and all the things. So I think, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty much yeah, sure. Either way, we're talking chronological order of the movie of the thing from the prequels all the way through to brand new content that they've mm-hmm. been coming out like. Mandalorian and the book of Boba Fett and mm-hmm. what is it? Obi-Wan's coming Obi-Wan. out soon. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like I'm missing something? I think you mentioned Ahsoka at one point. Yeah, yes, Ahsoka's Ahsoka is getting her own. I feel like there's another one that's coming. Andor. Diego Luna in Rogue One. He, the main guy in Rogue mm-hmm. One is getting his own show. I think he told me what? that. That? Yeah. I did not know that. Yes. Cool. At least that was in like the, you know how Disney like presents what they're going to do every year? Yeah, like that a timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that's on the docket. Yeah, that's on the docket. I don't know what, I don't even know if they've started filming. I have no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that is on the docket. He's getting his own kind of pre-show to nice. kind of show. Because Rogue One was mostly about, shoot, what's her name? The main girl's character, uh, no, I, like you see her background and stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah. you don't really see much of Captain, his last name is Andor, Captain mm-hmm. Andor's background. And I think they're going to bring that in. It still makes me sad. Yeah. I'm probably going to cry when we talk about Rogue One. It's a heavy movie, but he, he was definitely one of the more interesting characters out mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. everyone. Hot yeah. take, but kind of more interesting than the main character might have been, because I, I keep forgetting. I agree. Him. I agree. Like she wasn't bad. She was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. She well, she didn't want to be there. She was just, mm-hmm. blah. Yeah, blah. yeah. I put her in the category of the movie Solo because I keep forgetting they both exist. <laughs> we have to no discuss to that Solo one fans. too. Such hate. <laughs> okay, again, I don't hate Solo. It's just kind of like, well, okay, yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's there. yeah, it's like yeah. all right. I need to watch it again and form and see if any of my opinions change because I've only seen it once and I have refused to watch it since theaters. Yeah. My opinion sort of diminished. I saw it when I in the theater and I was like, yeah, this is great. And then I saw it again. I was like, this is not as fun as I remember. It's just kind of, it's okay. Yeah. But you, you thought it was great the first time you saw it? Maybe it's because I really wanted to like it. I like, I, oh, okay. 
you know, I, I was just coming off like the big culture war when The Last Jedi came out and there was a little, mm -hmm. still a lot of like animosity within the fandom. So I wanted something to kind of cleanse the palate. And I was like, okay, this is fun. This is friendly. I feel good about it. You know, maybe that's, maybe that's what it was. Maybe. Cause we, I don't think the palette was cleansed until they gave us the Mandalorian. Probably. I think that is when things finally like simmered <laughs> between the angst of the Star Wars fandom. Yeah. Because I when I watched, oh, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I don't care. When I watched Han, I'm like, are you, you're, you're telling me that our smuggler, our amazing Harrison Ford smuggler is a hopeless romantic as a child um false that is false 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 no words i cannot say on a family-friendly podcast I, I, I mean you don't start no. off world weary you don't start you don't start off world weary i he agree a, i he think had, he did i think mm. he grew up in a world weary era and that's how he it was too ingrained in him when you saw him in new hope like but he, he he was he he hoped that he if he got out of the of Corellia that the world would get better that's but then when it wasn't better that's what made him world uh-huh I would agree with that I don't agree with it uh -huh. I love it's it it's fine we how can how dare he have dreams this is gonna be great Can't I we? can see him having dreams but I didn't see like he wasn't his sarcastic like his sarcastic self from the new hope Okay, I think what my big problem with it, and I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but my big problem <laughs> with it is it's all based on a woman. And I don't agree with it. Hmm. I don't So like the think... whole time he was chasing a love interest, basically. Yes. I don't mm -hmm. think that's our Han because his he he he's a ladies' man. You can see that in a new hope. Like he just kind of flits from round. Like I don't think that he should have a new I I don't think in my opinion, he wouldn't have that kind of a love interest before where he, I don't know. I will get more into it when we get yeah, to it. Yeah. This is going to be great. I can't so wait. Off. Can't wait. Dan and I don't, Dan and I disagree. This will be awesome. I love it. Yeah, this is interesting. This is interesting. I love it. We've had this conversation before though. We have, and I don't think we've ever come to a conclusion on it. No. Nah. shut me up what are you looking forward to shut you up i would be glad to so because <laughs> you know i don't have the hate so i know mm -hmm. anyway it's a love hate love hate. yes yeah love hate i know i know i know i love hates so i'm excited just based on this alone <laughs> the new disney movies i think it's gonna be great just because of that the saltiness coming into it because for me i didn't have this like monumental years and years of star wars love and knowledge i mean i just kind of watched them all and i was like yeah i liked all of them what's your problem i don't understand <laughs> what why all the yes some we're complicated are than others we are <laughs> yeah but i'm gonna i'm re-watching this too since you know it's been a year so we'll see how mm -hmm. i feel as i get into it but i'm excited to get into that the mandalorian is my favorite thing that i've seen i love it and i not because of grogu like some crazy people who are obsessed with it. Robbie actually hates it. He thinks it's creepy. <laughs> so every time we're out and about at Disney, I'm like, look, it's Grogu. You want a Grogu? You want this toy? You want this backpack? You want that? He hates it. He likes Yoda, but he does not like the Grogu. So precious. I think he's cute. He is his little baby. He's cute and adorable, but I'm not obsessed with the Mandalorian because of that. I just love yeah. the series. I love it's a good series. the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I like yeah. the Mandalorian. So I'm excited when we get into that. And then I'm excited for the shows that we're going to talk about too. Now that I've started, even though I'm not going to watch all of the episodes as we have decided of any of these animated series, but I'm excited to watch them because I didn't realize how important they were just to the overall storyline and building the world. So mm -hmm. that has been really nice, especially when it comes to Anakin's character. I think this is really helping me. Understand. Yeah, it, it really makes you connect with Anakin a lot yes. better. Yes, a lot better because than because it's a better person playing Anakin. Matt Lanter is the best Anakin, and I stand by that. Matt Lanter should have been the physical. He Anakin. looks like him. He looks like Anakin. Yes. He looks like he could have been a good Anakin. Yes. Yeah. It would have not been gonna, so much argue. better. Not we'll talk argue. about that when we get to uh, <laughs> who was up for why they chose ugh, why they chose Hayden Christensen 
ticks me <laughs> off. <laughs> I don't know the history of that. Oh, we'll talk about it. I looked it up. Okay. Yeah, we've discussed this a little. What's the word I'm looking for? Fuel to bring people back. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Anything else, Amy? No, that's basically my highlights. Mm-hmm. Dan, what are you looking forward to? I think what I'm looking forward to the most is, you know, I, like I said earlier, I was on the prequel hate train for a, a few years. And, you know, in the hindsight, after the big, you know, after all the culture wars and the fandom, I mm-hmm. actually, you know, people sort of lectured the one, the haters of the sequels they are like, oh, well, you're just going to, you know, in 10 years now, you could, now you're, you're praising this, this, the prequels when you hated them back then. So mm-hmm. in 10 years, you're going to do the same thing about the sequels. And I'm like, okay, well, let's put that to <laughs> the test. See that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's, I, so actually I did that. Mm-hmm. I went back and I watched all of the prequels, you know, from A to Z. And I sort of looked at them with like my writers and filmmakers eye and my benefit of 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I was actually able to really, I mean, my problems didn't really change, but I was able to really articulate them a lot better. Mm. Mm-hmm. So basically what I'm looking forward to is being able to give a more balanced approach of what I both did and did not like about the prequels, because there are some good things and they do yeah. have quite a few things going for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the overall consensus is that they're good films, just poor execution. And, you know, that's debatable one way or another. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful, hopeful to, you know, sort of give a more, hang on, I got to look at my, yeah, give a more, you know, nuanced approach to uh, mm-hmm. how we how we discuss them. So that yeah. was my, yeah. Okay. What else did I put? I don't know. You really only put one thing. Did I? Oh, you you're did. right. I, I, I mean, I had... if there's other things, go ahead and bring it up. It doesn't have to be in the show notes. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. Well, my, 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 sometimes I have to kind of remember, you know, have a, have a reference because I'm. Yeah, that's, that's why, why I write we all have the down. show notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. They're not, um, they're not mm, canon. Mm-hmm. No, They're I gotta write my stuff. Outline. Down. They're more like mm-hmm. guidelines, anyway. <laughs> I really should have brought you in for the pirate episode. That made me sad. Uh, I, I wanted to ask, that. but I didn't want to invade on your guys's thing. Oh no, you can come whenever. You should have asked. Just anytime you want to be a part of the podcast, just tell us. Come okay. on, on. Cool. Yeah, we are yeah. very open to it. Yeah. Well, no. I just finished watching Harry Potter again recently, so I would have. <gasps> Guess he's gonna come for you next summer. Um, <laughs> you're gonna be invited. on next summer then too. <laughs> okay, sweet. We're doing a whole Harry summer of, st- of Harry Potter. Nice, yeah. nice. And this will be interesting because Harry Potter for me is what Star Wars is for you, Sammy. Because I didn't grow up with Harry Potter. I I was aware of it, but uh-huh. I didn't really follow it. I didn't read the books for the until maybe 2016 or so. Oh, wow. So I, just, okay. yeah, I read them all okay. straight through and then I did the same thing with the movie. So I just kind of got a crash course and all. I love it. That'll be great then. That'll be awesome. Yes. Oh my goodness. Am I the only one who like starts with the nerds and continues? I was there. I was 12 when I read the first Harry Potter. I oh, read I the first book oh. in one. one. I know, but you didn't have Star Wars till later. Well, yeah, but the Star Wars, to be fair, was around much before me and if my parents did not watch star wars so yeah if your parents I didn't mean, bring you into it in our generation you're probably not going to grow up and then when i was really it. exposed to it was at disney like i still like star tours i was like this is fun i don't know what's going on but it was fun mm-hmm. and then they had the star wars weekends which i started going to and i was like what are these things walking around <laughs> i don't know what's going on right now but look goofy's dressed as darth vader this is great I have a picture of him uh-huh. wearing a Darth Vader like hat and he's got the cape and then he's in like his underwear underneath it. It's great because it's goofy. Oh, now that they have Batu or Galaxy's Edge or whatever you want to call it. All the same. Star Wars weekend has to be like monumental in my mind. I'm like, if I could actually like have the money to dress up in, in the Star Wars garbs I wanted and be able to mm-hmm. be in Galaxy's Edge. I, I could die happy. Mm-hmm. I could die happy. I there's, there yes. is a, yeah, there's a TikToker slash Instagrammer. Her name's Meg, Meg, and I emailed oh, yes. her hoping I never heard back from her. So uh, she's not gonna be on the, on here, but she is a huge Star Wars fan and mm-hmm. so she's cute. an influencer. So she gets dressed up in Star mm-hmm. Wars garb and like goes into Galaxy's Edge all the time. She got to do the star, the star cruiser. Yep. The preview that they have preview someday 
someday that will be my vacation is just to do the star cruiser. We're going to let him get the kinks out of it first, Mm -hmm. let him get used to it, give it a year or two. And then I'll, I'll, and save your money. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Unless the price drops. Well, it's like a whole experience. So it's like, if you're going to do something, that's going to have to be your vacation, not going to the parks. Better be one heck of an experience. It's like two days. I just can't justify the price. Yeah, I can't. In my head, I can't justify the price for two days. I will justify it once. Like, there better be a, an actual lightsaber that can cut metal. I'm just saying. I, that's exactly like, where I'm at. Like, this better be the most realistic thing I've ever been a part of in my entire life. That's and why the food I'm giving better it be amazing. Couple, All this of it. is why I need to give it a couple of years so it becomes more realistic. Because you know right now it doesn't feel realistic. It's They have so many kinks to work out. Let's be yeah. real. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, anything else you're looking forward to, Dan, before I say mine? Um. Yeah, I think just... I, I'm just, I'm always happy to talk about Star Wars. That's really what mm-hmm. it, you know, I mean, love them, hate them, prequels, sequels, whatever. And yeah, I'm just I'm yeah. happy to be here. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to, well, what I'm looking, now that I know that you and I have different views on Han Solo, I am yes. looking forward to some of our possible debates, Dan, because mm-hmm. more than likely you and I are going to have different views on some of the prequel stuff and some of the sequel Probably. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So having that friendly debate, I am looking forward to. I'm also looking forward to talking about everything, like not just the movies, but like looking at the shows, especially the new ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited to talk about Mandalorian and the book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm interested to see Sammy's reactions to the to the cartoons after she finishes like the important episodes, not the mm-hmm. every episode. Now that I know. <laughs> Yeah, and just kind of, I, I just love it all. I, I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm mm-hmm. super excited. And to talk about some of the books that I've been reading that are Star Wars. Like I've read a couple, I've read some ga- some books that are based out of Galaxy's Edge. And we're going to talk towards the end of the summer that I really love. And just makes actually Batu in Galaxy's Edge so much more real for me because they have like a, a book that it's all based in, in mm-hmm. Batu. So I'm just, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. We're yeah. talking about Star Wars. Yes. I mean, for, for months. I mean, it aloud. <laughs> there's, there's so much. Like you can talk about it from here to Judgment Day, the apocalypse, yes. whatever. You know, it's just, exactly. it just never can. ends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is the, one of the best fandoms, in my opinion. Yes. One of the best. One of, one of the, the best most, fandoms. U- best one of the most unique. I'll definitely say that. That too. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. And I think. We're a dysfunctional family, but yeah. uh, it's like, it's all, it's all but every fandom has their dysfunction. It's like, true. I it's don't true. even want to, I, I, I think we're better. I think we're less dysfunctional than the Star Trek family and possibly the DC family. No, I don't know much about DC Star Trek. I'll say Star Trek, the fandom definitely put me off the franchise for a while. So I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So that, that could, could be that. Honestly, I think the one of the most dangerous ones would be uh, the anime fandom. They're oh. uh, yeah. Oh, I don't every, even. every time somebody says like somebody comes comes at me and says like oh star wars they're, they're some of the most toxic fandoms in my best jack sparrow voice i go clearly you've never been to anime expo <laughs> that's hilarious yeah. you're not wrong that fandom yeah. scares me when i see them on like social media and stuff i'm mm-hmm. like ah Pass. let's just move yeah. on Pass. Go. No. my brother's in that fandom i'm like maybe right. that's why we have some issues. You don't get along. I, I mean, I like anime, but you know, it's possible to take things too far. For sure. But anyhow, all right. Well, I think that wraps up May the fourth day. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yay! Mm-hmm. And yes. Like last, I remember last year, I would get so sad every time we wrapped one up because it was only like four weeks of Star Wars. <laughs> like, we have so many more weeks. I'm so excited. Uh, it's a lot. Yes. We yeah. have all of May, all of mm-hmm. June and July, and I believe all of August. Four months. Four it's months. a lot. It's a lot. No, no. I think it's May, June, July. Because then August is catch-up month, I think. Isn't is it? it? I don't no. know. Why do we never know what's going on in our show? I don't know. I even write <laughs> the schedule and I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you are yeah. technically in charge of it. So yeah, you should know better than me. 
We just Whatever. call this the we summer have a lot of Star Wars. Wars. It's summer of <laughs> we Star We do have Wars. a lot of Star Wars, yes. Yeah. It'll be fantastic. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Pixie Dusters, thank you so much for joining us. I mm-hmm. hope you enjoyed listening to our episode about May the 4th be mm-hmm. with you. And enjoy tomorrow, at, tomorrow, which is Revenge of the Fifth yes. Day. And also Revenge of the Sixth Day. Both of those work. If you don't follow Mark Hamill and you are a Star Wars fan, you need to go follow him. This is not, he's not paying us to say this, but when it comes to Star Wars stuff during this mm-hmm. time, he is literally posting 24-7. Mm-hmm. Like, all he's time, very interactive. Yeah, He is. He's so interactive. And he, sometimes I feel like Mark Hamill, like when we lose Mark, like Mark Hamill keeps helps keep the Star Wars fandom alive sometimes. I think we all just kind of gravitate towards him. Like if we, whatever, when we lose him, it is going to be a dark, dark day for the Star Wars fandom. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was dark when we lost Carrie, but uh, it's going to be bad when we lose lose Mark. Yeah, Mark Mm -hmm. is kind of the voice of everything right now. He's been the voice for a long time. He really embraces his, like there are some actors that they just hate the fact that they're attached to some fandom that they're never going to get rid of. But Mark, he's like... Oh, let's face it. Like he, it's a love, he is the, he's the epitome of love hate. Like with Mark Hamill, yeah. it's the love with Harrison Ford. He represents the love hate in the family. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. So like, I, I heard this guy on YouTube. <laughs> he was like, he was like, leave Harrison Ford alone. He hates being in movies and he hates you. Yeah. I heard that one too. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Doesn't That's he have Harrison a Ford. shirt? I'm pretty sure there's a picture of him with a shirt that says, yes, I'm effing on solo or something like <laughs> that that's great leave Probably. me alone or something I oh that's know. hilarious i love it always the cranky old man he's a cranky old man he's great oh my goodness okay but definitely check us out on it on social media tiktok yes. instagram and then facebook if you want to follow news we post a lot of news outlet mm-hmm. stories on our facebook page dan where can they find you yes I have my YouTube page is, well, it's Dantastic. The actual URL is Dantastic Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm working on being more in or more uh, posting regularly on there. Cool. And then my, my Instagram is DG Cinema. Awesome. Awesome. Have you not taken the leap to TikTok yet? I have not. I'm probably going to move. I'm, I'm really moving in that thing. direction eventually, mm. but yeah, yeah, that's, that's, it's going to be a, it's, it's, I'm still. Uh, I don't don't know it's okay okay it's really not as bad as we think because we hear a lot of preteens and little kids on it right but if you like start following this the right people that you want to follow and different things it the feed's gonna only show you like I have never seen a teen TikTok on any of my stuff right no the algorithm will help you the Mm -hmm. algorithm is actually pretty spot on I mean it is a valid tool for like influencing and stuff like that so I get it I'm just Mm -hmm. like yeah so <laughs> okay I'll, I'll get there eventually probably yeah it's okay i i like hated myself when i downloaded tiktok for the first time and for made real a, i made an account and i'm like why am i doing this exactly See, i downloaded I it doing? and then i deleted it so i i downloaded it made an account like this was way before you sammy you and i decided we were going to do this mm-hmm. i downloaded and made an account because i was back in youth ministry and my kids had it and i'm like maybe mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, I made the account and I was looking through things and I'm like, nope. And I deleted the account and I deleted me. And like a couple months later, we were talking about going on TikTok for Pixie Dust. I'm like, crap. Mm-hmm. So then I re-downloaded it and redid yeah. it. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, a lot of old men follow me. It's very creepy. Yeah, that you can't really get away from. Men. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, go away. Well, anyways, back to, you know, what we're supposed to be talking about. Also, you can find us on, or go to the website that we talked about at the beginning. Yeah, Limitless Broadcasting. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember what's on our website. (laughs) There's information about the podcast we produce and a link to the Patreon account. (laughs) Uh, We've been really bad about products. Have we put any new products up? No, I have some ideas, but I kind of think the things you and I have talked about off air on the show. Yes, I think we should bring some of those to light possibly for our two wait what year is it two years two years yeah two year anniversary episode when Which we come is back next thursday right 
podcast time. Yes. Podcast time. Not <laughs> podcast right now, time. But yeah, because that's not an episode that's ready to go. But yes, I think we should reveal some stuff on there. Woo! Cool. We'll work on that. Yeah. All right. So great things to look forward to, Pixie Ooh. Dusters. We will see you next week. We are talking phantom menace the the first one of the prequels Mm -hmm. this should be interesting because i really don't know dan's opinion on it so (laughs) we will find out out i do have opinions Mm -hmm. i bet Mm -hmm. bye dusters. later oh my i'd forgotten how much i hate space travel Hey there, space travelers. Are you ready for your next big adventure? Whether you are traveling in hyperspace on the Millennium Falcon or just on a regular airplane, Magical Travel by Brian is here to help. And it doesn't matter how many galactic credits you have, they will work within your budget. No Imperial forces are at work here. They will keep you firmly on the light side away from any nasty surprise stormtroopers. Unless, of course, you're looking to visit your buddy Darth Vader. And don't worry about being stranded on Batu all alone, because they are there for you before, during, and after your trip. It's like having your best buddy Chewie by your side. Check out the show notes for the best way to contact them, and start planning your galactic getaway today. To infinity and beyond. Ugh, wrong movie, Sammy. Space, the final frontier. Oh boy. Just go check out Magical Travel by Brian, and may the Force be with you. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.